Hello everyone, I'm Harrison. And I'm Rachel. This week we're talking about A Day in the Life with Edison, who is currently five months old. So stay tuned and join us on our journey to raise Raise baby baby H. H. We were kind of arguing about what we wanted to talk about for the next episode, and I wanted to talk about sleep schedules and sleep training And Harrison wanted to talk about wake windows and playtime, so we just decided, let's talk about a day with Edison. Before Edison was born, we just assumed that we were going to be scheduled parents. We live our life in a very planned and scheduled way, and we just figured we would throw Edison right into that with little to no adjustments. In the first few months, we truly were just trying to survive, and we were totally following Edison's cues 100% of the time. It wasn't until he was a little bit older that we started to realize that babies really need some direction from their parents and thrive on routine. We've done a lot of reading lately on wake windows, sleep schedules, feeding schedules, and have combined all the information that we found into a system that works for us. So here is what a typical day looks like with Edison. So lately Edison has been waking up around 6.30 in the morning. During the sleep training that we did, we were told that anywhere between 6 and 8 a.m. is kind of where babies are just wired to wake up naturally. And so we shouldn't really try to force them to go back to bed at that time. So we will get up if it's past 6 a.m., usually around 6.30, and Edison will have his first bottle of the day. We really struggle with this really early wake-up time because we just are not morning people. And so this has been like probably the biggest adjustment for us, getting up at six to eight. And most of the time it is Edison who wakes us up. It is almost never a scenario where we are up, have started our day and decided we'll go wake Edison up for the day. Yeah. So I'll usually do just a diaper change and leave him in his pajamas while he eats. And then after he's finished that bottle, we try to put him right back in his crib and he usually will take another little nap. My work schedule changes a lot throughout the week. So there are some days that I'm at home. There are some days that I'm in the office. So if I am going into the office, I will get up with Rachel and Edison and I get ready for the day and head off to work. But if I am working from home, usually we can sleep a little bit more before I've got to start my day. And I usually will just crawl right back in bed with Harrison and we will try to sleep for as much longer as Edison will let us. But typically, if we have not gotten up yet by this point. Our day will totally start by 9 a.m. for sure. This first wake window is definitely Edison's shortest throughout the day. He typically eats his bottle and goes right back down. And so we don't have to do a whole lot of extra stuff like playing with him. We don't read him books or anything. It's just he wakes up, eats, and goes right back down. This is also typically his longest nap. So he will go down, and when he wakes up for 9 a.m., that's kind of when the day really gets going for him. So we'll give him another bottle at this point because it's been about three hours. And then after he eats, that's usually when I get him dressed for the day. So that's one of my favorite parts of the day is picking out what he is going to wear. And so once I've got him all dressed, then we usually do a little bit of playtime on the floor. This is probably Edison's most fun time. I think it's one of the things that we both have really enjoyed whenever we get the opportunity to do it because We get to wake him up from this one, and whenever we walk into the room, he's usually so excited to see us, and he's like, he's just ready to do stuff, and he's really playful, which is just a lot of fun. 
So for a five-month-old, there are not a ton of things that you can do because he can't sit up by himself yet. So everything either has to be like fully supported by you or he has to be laying on the floor. So I like to sing songs and we'll like talk back and forth. Like I'll copy his noises and he'll respond to me. Um, We'll dance and bounce. We can practice some of the skills that he's working on, like rolling over and sitting up and standing and doing a lot of tummy time as well. We have found that it is really fun to talk to Edison. Obviously, he's not saying these like words. He's not telling us sentences or anything, but we kind of just interact with him as if he was. So he'll like make a cooing sound or something like, oh, yeah, like, do you have any more that you want to tell us? And he just really likes the fact that we are responding to him. Like he knows that we are listening and you can actually see that. And you know that that is something that he is aware of. And so sometimes when you make sounds, he will try to copy it. And that's been a lot of fun too. We say hi to him a ton. And that is probably the word that he's like closest to actually matching what we say. We also like to read a lot of books together. It kind of got to the point where... I was just flying through all the books like I was reading the same books over and over again and we have a pretty good stash but we were just flying through them so I started going to the library I think the first time I went I picked up like 16 books and went through all of them in one day it is kind of insane because before Rachel went to go to the library she had asked she's like how many is like the max you can get at the library it's like I don't really know if they like set a max. Usually it's just like you can only check out so many books at a time. And when you return them, you just get more books. Apparently at our library, you only can get 100 books in 21 days. And I was like, well, that's just insane. Like nobody's ever going to get that many books. Rachel came home with 16 books, read them in one day and was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go get some more books soon. In really rare situations, we will put on some TV for him. Like Blue's Clues is one of his favorites. Usually if we just need to hop in the shower or if there's a scenario of like we both have something that we really want or need to do and he just needs to be entertained like it's not during a nap. We try not to do this all the time and we realize there are a lot of parents who are like really against the screen time thing and I don't think that we are adamantly against it. We just don't want to find that he's like sitting watching TV for a very long time or that he gets overly attached to a specific show. So we switch shows around on him quite a bit. He watches Blue's Clues sometimes. Sometimes he might watch Daniel Tiger or we might put on like Winnie the Pooh or just something different. We just try to mix it up because we don't want him to like feel glued to a show. But I will say that most days we don't use the TV at all. And that is kind of why we're just flying through books. Another thing that Edison can do is play by himself. So we have this little play mat where like toys dangle over him. And so... He can lay on that and play like I'll be in the room, but don't have to be directly interacting with him. Or if we just lay out a blanket and scatter some toys around him, he can play like that as well. After he has been up for about two hours, he is ready for a nap. And that's not always exactly two hours. You can kind of tell towards the end of it, he'll start rubbing his eyes or he'll be a little bit cranky. And we just know that It's about time for him to go down for a nap, and he will probably sleep anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. His naps can be up to two hours, but he usually is one hour exactly on the dot. And it's usually during this first nap of the day that I get ready myself. 
So I'll eat breakfast. If there's something that I need to like throw in the laundry or, or tidy up around the house really quick, then I'll do that. If I'm having a really bad day, then I will take a nap. After Edison is down for his nap and Rachel is getting all ready, Edison will just wake up naturally. So it's not very often that we go in and wake him up unless he's actually hitting that two hour mark. We'll go in and wake him up then. And now this is the start of another wake window. So he could be up for another two hours and we're going to do a wide variety of things. But this is typically Rachel's best time to go run errands or just do other things. Yeah, so he almost always eats right after he wakes up. That's just kind of how things fall. And the afternoon time is when I run any errands like grocery shopping or if I have an appointment and Harrison is working from home, then he kind of has a little bit of flexibility to hang out with Edison while I go to that. Um, there's just a lot of different things that we try to do. These wake windows seem kind of short when we talk about them like this, but they're two hours. And in that two hours, sometimes it can be kind of difficult to figure out what you want to do with Edison for two hours because there's not a whole lot of stuff that he does. And it's actually really good for him to keep doing the exact same stuff over and over and over again. So we try to follow these five F's that we try to get in every single two hours. And so the first one is feeding, and he usually gets that as soon as he wakes up from his nap. The others are free play, which we mentioned is when he kind of plays on his play mat by himself. Floor play, which is you are on the floor with your child, interacting with them, playing with toys on the floor, etc., face-to-face, -face. so that could be singing songs, playing pat a cake, talking to your baby, telling them, like reading books, things like that. And the last one is fresh air. And so Rachel often will take him on a walk and that is his fresh air, but it can be as simple as like you're going to walk into the grocery store and so your baby was outside for like a really short period of time. And there are five F's that we're trying to hit all the time. And it seems like it could be a lot or like, okay, it's two hours. So I need to do every single one of those for like 20 minutes. But that's not really realistic. And that's not how it works. We just try to make sure that all five of those happen in that two hour window. And usually the wake windows kind of feel shorter. I will admit that sometimes those two hours, they just feel like they're going on forever, especially right now in the winter. It's really hard to get out and do the fresh air all the time. So it definitely kind of feels like we're trapped inside sometimes, and we are a single car family, so when Harrison goes into the office, we really are at home. Like, we are homebound for the day, so it does get kind of repetitive at times, but he's getting close to an age where he can start to do a little bit more activities, I think. We found a few activities, like he's got this water mat that he really likes to play with, and there's like a piano he likes to do, and... So there's like stuff that we can do to mix it up, but we're definitely looking forward to having a wider variety of things so that maybe his face-to-face -face or his floor time is not always the exact same thing throughout all the wake windows in the day. So after another two hours has passed, it's time for him to take a nap again. And this is usually when I try to do my household work. So paying the bills, Planning our next vacation is always an essential thing on there. If I need to research anything or I have a couple books that I'm trying to read, I'll usually do this at that time. Edison will normally wake up from this nap around 3 p.m., so about another one-hour nap, and we do the exact same thing again. So he wakes up, he gets fed, and then we start playing with him. 
It's about this time where if, if Harrison is at the office that day, he should be heading home soon. And so I kind of definitely started to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm ready for Harrison to get home. Um, that last kind of playtime before Harrison gets home is usually the hardest. When Edison goes down for his nap at this time, this is usually his last nap of the day. And this kind of sets the mood for what the rest of the night is going to be. So if Edison takes a shorter nap in this time period, then he's going to be going to bed a little bit earlier. Whereas if he ends up with a longer nap, he's going to stay up later. We are trying to shift his schedule a little bit with the sleep training course. It's recommended that you get up between six and eight and then your baby goes to bed between 7 and 8 p.m. But we are just really struggling getting up that early in the morning. And then it also, when Harrison comes home at 5 or 5.30 and Edison goes to bed at 7, it kind of feels like there's not really a lot of time for them to be together. So we also want to shift it back for that reason. I have about a half hour commute from home, which is by no means bad. But if I don't leave right at four o'clock, like Rachel wants me to, then I will get home significantly later. Or if I get to the office kind of late and I don't even leave till five, it basically feels like as soon as I come home, I get to see Edison for like maybe 30 minutes and then it's time to start his bedtime routine, which means that I've only spent like an hour and a half with him all day, which just seems like absolutely no time at all. So we're hoping that we can shift this later, which would make it a little bit easier in the morning for Rachel when I'm at work. And it also would mean that I could see him for a little bit longer in the day before he has to go down. So once he wakes up from his last nap, then we know that his bedtime is two to three hours from now. So we know that his bedtime routine takes about 30 minutes to do to completion. So if he's starting to get really cranky and we're like two hours in, then we're going to start the bedtime routine. This wake window is usually the hardest one for him to hit. Towards the end of it, he just seems to be so cranky and he is ready. It is almost always a scenario that he is like 10 to 15 minutes away and you're like, you just gotta hold out, buddy. Like, you can do it. And he's angry if you put him on the floor. He's angry if you hold him. Basically, he's just gonna be ticked off until you put a bottle in his mouth. And our bedtime routine goes a little bit like this. So we start with a bath and Edison gets a bath every other night just because he has extremely dry skin and we're trying to not make it worse so if it's a bath night he'll get a, a bath if it's not a bath night then we will just put him in his pajamas right away i like to remember it by bath bottle books and so if it's not a bath night we're just going to put him in his jammies right away when we do that the first thing we do is we always put lotion on him which he absolutely hates after he's in his pajamas, he gets his bottle, which is usually his smallest bottle of the day. It's his smallest bottle because he normally is falling asleep in it. And you're like trying to like kind of nudge him awake so that he will finish it. We try to get him to have about 30 ounces of formula a day. And then we read two to three books, depending on how he's doing. If he's really struggling, then we'll do just one. One of the things that we picked up while going through this sleep training course that Rachel has mentioned is we do the entire bedtime routine, except for the bath, for obvious reasons, in his room. So we don't usually feed him in his room. It's usually like in the living room or whatever. And so he just kind of has this like mindset shift, I guess, that the living room is where you play. The bedroom, that's where you're going to go to bed and we're going to kind of wind down. 
And then after he has read his books, it's time to go to bed. So Edison doesn't do any sleep sack or swaddle. He's never really liked them ever since he was a newborn. And we always give him a blanket, which, you know, people have their opinions on. We understand that for a lot of people, they're like, you should never let your baby sleep with a blanket. But we have found that Edison sleeps significantly better with a blanket. He likes to have some fabric that he can rub on his face. And we have watched him very carefully when he was first starting to develop this tendency. And we know that every blanket that we put in the bed with him, he can pull it off his face at all times. We always give him really light blankets that even in a scenario where it ended up on his face and it was covering his head, if he could not move it, he can breathe through it. So we understand that a lot of people are really, really against this, but we know that it works for us. And then after he is down for the night, that is usually our time to do anything that we did not get done during the day. That is usually when we record the podcast like we're doing right now, do a workout, get to talk or just watch TV and hang out together. It is really funny because there are many occasions while I was growing up that I remember my parents being like, we are just waiting for you to go to bed so that we can actually get something done. And I never really understood. It's like, well, why not just do it during the day? Like just as a little short bed that we have had Edison, it is so easy to see why like this time when Edison goes to bed on, like this is the time to actually do the things that need to get done. And without fail, before we know it, We've stayed up till midnight and we have to force ourselves to go to bed. Edison is at a really interesting age where everything that he is doing this month at five months old is going to be completely different when he turns six months old. Once he is six months old, he's going to start solids and he should be able to sit up, which means there's going to be a lot more interactive learning things that we'll be able to do throughout the day. Once you have kids, you start to realize that things can be accomplished with less time and less sleep than you ever thought possible. Next time, we are going to do a little bit of reflecting on our parenting so far. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.